Hello, and welcome to a special mini episode of Allegedly Astrology. I'm Dana, the astrologer on this podcast, and I'm doing a brief solo episode covering the astrology of missing Titanic Taurus submarine, which I will then compare to the original chart of the Titanic. If you're interested in learning more about your birth chart and the astrology of your own personal catastrophes, email allegedlyastrology at gmail.com to book a reading with me. And with that, let's get into this. On Sunday, June 18th, 2023, at 4 a.m., an unregulated DIY submarine named the Titan began its mission to the bottom of the ocean floor to tour the wreckage of the Titanic, which is located roughly 12,500 feet below sea level. Um, That seems really deep. The mission costs $250,000 per person and five people are aboard, including CEO and founder of Ocean Gate Expeditions, which is the company who owns the sub. His name is Stockton Rush. British billionaire explorer Hamish Harding, French diver Paul-Henri Narjolet, and Pakistani businessman Shahzada Dawood and his son Suleiman Dawood, who was only 19 years old. The submarine, which is said to be the size of a minivan, submerged on Sunday morning off the coast of Newfoundland. About an hour and 45 minutes later, the sub lost contact with the outside world. It was equipped with four days of oxygen at the time of submersion, and the entire mission was only supposed to take eight hours in total. So let's check out this astrology. This all happened the morning after a new moon in Gemini, and this chart has a Gemini sun, moon, and rising. Gemini is the restless air sign associated with curiosity and ingenuity. New moons are tricky to navigate because the light of the moon is not visible in the sky to guide you. And the Titanic famously sunk on a moonless night, where the surroundings were said to be pitch black at the time of sinking. So that's extremely terrifying. We actually have an episode on the Titanic. If you want to go back and uh, listen to that episode, um, you'd get more information about just the Titanic. Also, I think it's the Titanic and the Challenger, but anyway. So as far as omens go, embarking on an experimental and potentially unsafe mission on this new moon was taking on an enormous amount of risk, especially because the new moon was square Saturn and Neptune. And Saturn is a planet of difficulty and hardship. Neptune is a planet of confusion and the abyss. Both are in Pisces, a mutable and thus unpredictable water sign. Gemini is also mutable and unpredictable, and it's an air sign. And Gemini loves creative experimentation. So despite all of the obvious risk involved um, with boarding a DIY submarine, steered by what I am hearing is a PlayStation controller, it's very Gemini to be stimulated by curiosity and to seek stimulation and to just throw caution to the wind when there's, you know, the opportunity to... Uh, learn something when your curiosity is stoked, etc. Gemini is also the first air sign, and one of the main factors discussed in this story is the limited amount of air on board the sub, and it's ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication, which, as we know, has been cut off since Sunday morning, and both of these things are related to Mercury in Gemini, square Saturn in Pisces. Saturn is the planet of no, the word no. It's the planet of obstacles, hardship, obstruction, and Neptune is a planet of confusion and deception named after literally the god of the sea. Pisces is a water sign symbolized by two fish swimming away from each other, and Pisces is is an extremely powerful sign. It's on the 10th house of this chart. The 10th house represents action aboard and the legacy of this mission. So a really powerful water sign being associated with the legacy of this mission, you know, clearly makes sense. Squares are 90 degree angles, and they signify tension and conflict that require action and a change of course. So a new moon squared by Neptune can bring feelings of intoxication or confusion, which if we're lucky, 
All the discomfort uh, will lead to clarity. And a new moon squared by Saturn indicates obstacles that make us change our plans. So Saturn is plans and the square is, you know, saying that we need new plans. So Saturn represents both the devil and the fear of God, and it's stationed retrograde on Saturday afternoon. When a planet is stationary, the energy of that planet can feel static and even omnipresent. And stationary Saturn can represent feelings of fear and uncertainty like lingering in the air. This is the first time Saturn is stationing retrograde since it entered Pisces in early March 2023. Upon entry, most astrologers linked Saturn in Pisces with oceanic problems and hypothesized issues like overfishing, rising and falling sea levels, and sea pollution. And these are really good educated guesses because they're existing problems and so all of them are correct. And all these issues are associated with Saturn in Pisces. But what is specifically interesting to me is how it seems like the ocean and ocean life have literally been turning on humans in the very brief time since Saturn entered Pisces. Between the submarine catastrophe that I'm talking about, uh, the orca whales attacking yachts, tiger sharks chasing a Netflix documentary crew to shore, and um, a string of really tragic deathly shark attacks, it certainly feels like nature is retaliating, and it's scary, uh, and I'm learning a lot about Saturn right now. But I digress, so let's get back <laughs> to the astrology of this missing submarine. So the moon entered water sign cancer at 6.57 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning, which would have been a few hours into the mission, maybe around the time that communication failed. At 8.59 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, June 18th, a Hellenistic void of course moon period began. Hellenistic void moons occur when the moon makes zero aspects to traditional planets for 30 hours or more, and these are rare, occurring only a handful of times a year, very few times a year. This one, however, lasted 60 hours, so it's a double void, of course, moon for the final days of Gemini season. And that's pretty on the nose since Gemini is doubles. And it's especially weird so closely after this intense and confusing Gemini new moon. Think of the moon like hands on a clock. It's the fastest planet in our solar system and its aspects manifest the symbolism of astrology into our material reality. So when it is void, nothing new happens and things can get lost. We can get lost. We can feel confused. But to sum everything up in this chart, we have a curious and experimental Gemini new moon co-present with its ruler Mercury in the first house of the outlook and disposition that represents the attitude and curiosity of those aboard the submarine. And we have water sign Pisces on the 10th house of action and reputation containing foreboding Saturn and confusing Neptune. And so the square between these two signs is indicating that there's going to be a change of plans, a change of course, and things might feel uncertain. Let's compare this chart to the Titanic, which set sail on April 10th, 1912 at 12 p.m. from Southampton, England. So the new moon in Gemini that just happened over the weekend was conjunct Titanic's Pluto, and Pluto was conjunct Titanic's moon in Capricorn. This is what I call dual activation. The moon is emotions and the present moment, and Pluto is the planet of the highest tiers of power, people at those levels. It symbolizes power and corruption. And this dual aspect is correlated to these age-old, I guess, power struggles between humans and technology versus nature. It's intense. <laughs> we also have Neptune, the planet of water and delusion, conjunct Titanic's Venus and Pisces. 
So Venus rules the Titanic third house in Libra of immediate environment, which is the ocean floor, and the Taurus 10th house of reputation and publicity. Neptune is also related to disappearances, so it makes sense that a disappearance directly linked to the Titanic is in the news right now. Uranus is also in Taurus conjunct Titanic Saturn in the 10th house, and Uranus is the planet of innovation and unpredictability. Saturn is fear and punishment. So with this happening in the 10th house of legacy, we are once again getting this uncanny and urgent event related to the original catastrophe. The nodal return of the Titanic officially begins July 17th, but it was first triggered on April 20th, 2023 by the solar eclipse in Aries, which was the first eclipse on the Aries-Libra axis. Eclipses are major predictive tools uh, in astrology, and the nodal return and nodal oppositions are hugely significant for predicting life outcomes, and the outcomes of events. Eclipses relate to unexpected life-changing events, and the Aries eclipse in April was in the Titanic's ninth house of exploration and adventure. So finally, I mentioned earlier that the moon entered Cancer shortly after submersion on Sunday, June 18th. The Titanic has Cancer on the 12th house of isolation and the abyss, uh, and it contains Mars and Neptune. Mars is the planet of war and pursuit, and Neptune is the planet of obliteration, water, abyss. The moon crossed Titanic's Mars that afternoon, and the moon conjunct Mars is an aspect of urgency. In Cancer, it's going to be about problems. The moon is at home in Cancer. It rules Cancer, um, so it's very comfortable and has a lot of power. Mars is at its most desperate in Cancer, so the moon helps Mars and Mars hinders the moon. So this indicates problems as well as problem solving related to emotions and fear and present danger. Mars rules Titanic's Scorpio fourth house of home and endings and Aries ninth house of expedition. So once again, the moon crossing Mars brings all of these to the forefront and just really puts these sort of out there top of mind and it manifests these topics into immediate reality. So... Astrology, you know, is always spooky because it's real. I'm not going to make any more predictions about this. I hope these people are found. This sounds extremely terrifying. Um, And I'm just going to end here. Thank you guys for listening. And with that, good night.